0: An ode to audio in the UTM academic community. Hello and welcome to View to the U, an eye on the UTM academic community. I'm Carla DeMarco at U of T Mississauga. You are the AstraZeneca chair in biotechnology, and you've been conducting bioanalytic research and development of molecular diagnostics technology for biomedical and environmental applications and nanotechnology and fluidics for bioassays and theranostics and i just want to know what does that mean <laughs> and can you explain it so that people who aren't science people understand it and you totally make me feel like going back to school <laughs> <laughs> that's good that's what we're trying to do more more bums on seats that's our goal we welcome students who are coming for a victory lap as it were <laughs> how did you even find them though like did you oh just searching online okay yeah, <laughs> I, I'm a researcher That's right. <laughs> I did I've some got. research I should apply those skills in my everyday life now that we're in crisis it's bit, Maybe it's not that obvious What is it? I don't know Right now all I care about is uh, uh, putting food on my children's table Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely <laughs> Hey I started already broadcasting. Cut. I'm not going to include a lot of this on the interview <laughs> It's fine Sure. <laughs> Having like 20 minutes of laughing. The bottom line is we're still learning.
1: The bottom line is we're still humans.
0: That's right. That's right. That is the bottom line. Oh, you're so sweet. You're editing this, right? So Absolutely. I can I can just talk. I'm sure I've said too much already. <laughs> I've been keeping that a deep dark secret. Can't okay, you tell? That's no. I can't that's why it. you can't find it. Anyway. <laughs> That's great. Thanks. Thank you. Okay. So Mm -hmm. we're okay? I hope so. Okay. (laughs) Well, we'll try it out. That was a clip that I used in 2017 for A Year in Review, which was a short episode reflecting on my first full year of starting up and running a podcast at UTM. But with the small addition of our current dean, Nick's laugh from the 2023 episode is so infectious that it just had to be included. That 2017 episode was the only other time that View to the U primarily featured me talking, because this podcast, as I conceived it, was always intended to be a way to showcase the brilliant researchers at U of T Mississauga, not to draw attention to little old me. Really, the show was not about me. However, I can't help but think about all that I've learned from spearheading this podcast over the nearly eight years that I've been doing it since I started. First and foremost, I learned to edit a lot but compress only once. I also fell much more deeply for the whole medium of podcasting and am so happy to be a part of this community. I still listen to a lot of podcasts and a lot of radio too, so I was thrilled to have been a part of this audio environment over the years. And if you ever want a podcast recommendation, please come and chat with me. I could talk about podcasts forever. But I'm also thinking about all the great relationships I've built and the amazing insights. Some totally related to research, but others absolutely personal and intimate. And I'm so grateful for the trust that all my interviewees were generous enough to extend to me and some of the secrets that they shared. This did wonders for my frequently sagging confidence. Yes, the imposter syndrome might be a cliché or an overused crutch, but it's really real and you all made me feel like I had something unique to offer. My voice, yes. My passion for the UTM research community, certainly. But also worthy of the ears of those who tuned in and supported me through some of the highs and the lows of Running View to the U when I started it in 2016. As the opening clip showcased, I want to emphasize that there were a lot of laughs. There were also some tears and tantrums on my part along the way, but the laughs and the generosity of spirit always dominated and eclipsed any of the other stuff that may have happened behind the scenes. I want to sincerely thank all those who were featured on View2View over the years, 66 tracks in total, and 75 people who agreed to be interviewed. They include the following in order of appearance. Uli Krall, Alex Gillespie, Ron Buling, Yvonne Levy, Rhonda McEwen, Christine Shaw, Gary Crawford, Jody Jenkinson, Mohan Matin, Rebecca Whitman, Sue Minto, Lauren Martin, Andrea Gauthier, Shelley Wall, Liza Blake, Sonia Kang, Tenley Conway, Lindsay Shanebaum, Netta Magbule, Jasmine Rault, Kent Moore, Jennifer Steller, Tracy Rogers, Kadri Jane, Julie MacArthur, Tracy Galloway, Arsalan Kanmuipur, Maria Hupfield, Jessica Bergner-Cars, Norm Farb, Nagin Daya, Samuel Ron. Beth Coleman, John Paul Rico, Ed Schatz, Matt Adams, Jennifer Adese, Elspeth Brown, Josh Milstein, Peter Kotanen, David Sampson, Anna Koltravech, Nicole Charles, Kaisake Fakuda, Anna Kosoviceva Benjamin Wolf, Kristen Boz Katie Harris Howard, Elizabeth Park, Vera Velasco, Dimitri Pachugin, Alana Ogata, Zoe Wool, Ruba Kanan, Amrita Danier, Harleen Kundan, Laura D. Davila, Ajay Rao, Doug Vanderland, Lauren O'Malley, Nandare Choi, Boris Brodzia Tina Elliott I Tanaguchi Andreas Hilfinger Megan Sutherland Mary Rebecca Reyes Romario Reyes Nick Rule Andreas Benlin Tina Malti and Scott Jess Your work, thoughts, and smart ideas all made a huge impact on me and though sometimes the editing process took more time than I'd care to share spending time listening to you all was always worth it and I can honestly say that your words stayed with me long after I posted your episode and I learned something from each and every one of you and of course, I want to thank everyone who either encouraged me, supported me, or gave me a reality check when I was getting the podcast off the ground. You know who you are, and I hope I'm not forgetting anyone on this list, but I want to especially thank Devin Kruger and Brian Stewart for giving me the green light to embark on this journey. I seriously could not have done this without your support and your words that include from Devin, if you fail, you'll feel spectacularly. And Brian said, I trust you, Carla. I want to thank Barrett Hooper for his generosity and initial words of advice and for telling me what I needed for starting my own podcast. I am thankful to my UTRAN or the U of T Research Administrators Network who were always so supportive, especially when the seeds of this podcast were just starting to germinate. In particular, I want to thank Sherry Clausen, Stephen Herman, Suzanne Yeager, Eli Lionblom, Loredana Polidoro, Aletha Cox, and Stephanie Fisher. You probably put up with listening to me talk about this podcast more than we'd all care to share. I'm grateful to Holly Zink for being the most optimistic mentor when she saw me through the article that I published on podcasting in academia. I am eternally grateful to former Dean Rhonda McEwen and Vice President and Principal Alex Gillespie for allowing me to continue the podcast with the Dean's office after I left OVPRI at UTM, and for always being such champions of the podcast. Both Rhonda and Alex were featured on season one, and they trusted me when I was still feeling my way around the mics and the Audacity program. In fact, after I recorded the interview with Rhonda, which was technically the very first interview that I conducted for this podcast, she said that if the recording doesn't work out, she'd record all over again how could I ask for anything better than that? A big shout out to Ryan Ceruto for always being in my corner and telling me that I better make this podcast happen or else he'd never let me live it down. I want to thank all the listeners who let me know they were tuning in regularly, especially Devin Kruger, Anthony Sestito, as well as the late, great Rosemary Craig, who was a dear friend and advocate for my efforts. Thank you to all those who invited me to come talk to their classrooms and accepted my speaking proposals at conferences, which number somewhere around 20 now. You all made me feel like I had some true expertise to share, and I very much valued all your engagement. I am grateful for my family in Windsor, who always tuned in and told me that they loved hearing about all the research coming out of UTM, even though they're pretty removed and some of them have never set foot on this campus. I want to thank my girls, Sydney and Daphne, who were 12 and 9 years old respectively when I started this adventure in podcasting and today they stand before me as exceptional young adults at 19 and 16 years old. Those two had to put up with me sometimes locking myself away on weekends to edit or record, frequently turning off the heat so that our furnace wouldn't make any noise in the background, while I was huddled either under a blanket or tucked away in a closet and they probably heard my podcast voice too many times. And really, what a horrible reality it must have been to see how it clashed with my screaming mom voice. Lastly, and as always, thank you to Tim Lane, my Timmy Toonful and my Tim Terrific, who really enabled and equipped me to get up and running with this project. He helped edit the first three episodes, and then I took it from there but I always say that those first three episodes are the most professional sounding outputs of the bunch. But it became clear that if I was relying on him to help with every episode, he is such an audio engineer perfectionist that this podcast could not have existed on a monthly basis. And I don't know if our relationship would have survived the collaboration either. With his exceptional assistance, I worked out how to use that Zoom H4n recorder and the Audacity program And he was my support for all my stupid editing errors and freakouts. And of course, has provided me with the soundtrack for this show and for my life. Thank you.